If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Surfers are now biding their time before re-entering waters along the Sonoma County coast. Why? because of shark sightings. That's reignited concerns about sharks along the California coast, and Sebastopol resident Timothy Reck said an aggressive shark pursued him and a second surfer uh, along North Salmon Creek Beach on December 22nd. So that surprises me that it's this late in the year and this is still happening. So definitely scary situation. So conditions have since returned to normal, but experts understand like all these concerns about shark sightings and things like that. And note that sharks are going to likely always be present along the California coast. It is their home. They do live in the ocean. Uh, and you're going to see sharks probably much more than you think. But they say violent encounters with humans are typically unusual uh, and they surmise that this shark that was spotted in North Salmon Creek Beach was most likely a, long, a young shark learning to feed uh, so you're probably safe to go out there but just keep an eye out because like I said sharks do live in the ocean absolutely John Madden a legendary Hall of Fame coach for the Raiders to one generation another generation as a sports great announcer and yet another generation for video games that bears his name has died at the age of 85 as a head coach of the oakland raiders john madden won super bowl 11 and finished his career with a 103 and 32 record john madden just made football fun in my opinion he is the greatest football broadcaster of all time but there was only one john madden he makes a little basketball twist there and pivot and boom, the ball's there. He's pulling here. He gets walls. Boom, stay on your feet. That's it. Find another one. Peyton Manning thinks he's going to make a tackle. He gets knocked right out of the screen. John Madden is survived by his wife, Virginia, and his two sons, Joseph and Michael. So rest in peace, coach. Well, Dirk's Bentley. Because the beer's on me. Will help bring in the new year on New Year's Eve Live, Nashville's big bash on CBS on New Year's Eve. So it's going to be a five-hour special that will have live performances for more than 50 artists at Nashville's Bicentennial Park and other venues around the city. So along with Dirks, there's going to be a star-studded lineup that's got like Jason Aldean, Jimmy Allen, Kelsey Ballerini, Brooks and Dunn, Luke Bryan, Blake Shelton, and so, so many more. I mean, the list goes on forever. So New Year's Eve Live, Nashville's Big Bash, starts at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday, December 31st on CBS. It will also be available live and on demand on Paramount+. Plus. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber, doesn't it feel weird that it's going to be 2022 in just three days? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so weird. Don't like it. That means Christmas, obviously, is over. <laughs> yeah. And that means Christmas decorations and trees are coming down. So rather than throwing away your tree, we here on Amber and Tanner in the morning wanted to tell you two ways to recycle your Christmas tree this year. It's important. Recycling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here are the top two ways. And I did this one last year. Zero Waste Sonoma. So they have uh, three free local programs. Curbside pickup, drop-off locations, and non-profit whole tree pickup. So your Christmas tree will be sent off to compost facilities. Well, they're mixed with land, greens, and all that stuff. And you can head to zerowastesonoma.org. One that I discovered, which I think is really cool, is Sonoma County Fairgrounds. You can take your tree right there. You go to the Jockey Club entrance to recycle your Christmas tree this year. And what's really cool about this is you can recycle 
everything on your on your tree. And the fairgrounds accepts flock trees, trees with ornaments, lights. I mean everything and you basically just unplug your th- <laughs> unplug your tree throw it in the back of your car and the Sonoma County Fairgrounds is going to accept it. I don't know a lot of people that would do that because I know a lot of people have ornaments that are very near and dear to their hearts but hey I guess it's nice to have that option. Just one and done situation. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. So went on an adventure Amber's Adventures to Calistoga on Monday. Feels like it was yesterday. Well, today's <laughs> what, like Wednesday or something? Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to keep up with days when you're taking time off. <laughs> uh, but we got a lot of great suggestions uh, from you. You maybe participated on our Facebook page or you called in and suggested things to do in Calistoga. And, Tanner, you've been to Calistoga before, yes? Yeah, not as much as I would have liked to. I've really just been to the Petrified Tree Forest. Okay, I, I didn't make it to the Petrified Tree Forest, but I'll tell you where I did go. Uh, I went to Calistoga Inn and Restaurant and had the best hamburger of my life there. It was so good. I don't know <laughs> why. Um, and then after that, we went to Tedeschi wines in Calistoga and got a tour of the property and that was really cool but it was freezing it was so cold on Monday (laughs) what was that about you're just wearing like six jackets and you're like I know I swear it was snowing I was like here I am in California looking at wine and uh, it's pretty much snowing and then we decided to go to the Old Faithful Geyser which would have been cool but the earthquake threw off its schedule really so it wasn't bursting I didn't even know there was an earthquake, (laughs) to be completely honest. Yes, there was an earthquake sometime last week. It happened about like 17 miles north of us. Um, But I was really excited to go to the Old Faithful Geyser because they had llamas. (laughs) Listen, I walk in, there's no llamas. What? So you didn't get to see the geyser or the llamas? No. I did see some like sheep and some goats, though. (laughs) So I guess it was worth like the 12 bucks to get in. To I mean, see you some can goats. see those just driving past the bass pool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. What is the strangest way that you have celebrated New Year's Eve? The past few years, like many people, I just spent it at home. But I was thinking about New Year's Eve specifically, and the weirdest way I have celebrated New Year's Eve was back in 2015. It was about to be 2016. I was in college, and my friends and I spent the entire night (laughs) in the woods throwing an axe at a piece of wood. Kids, please do not try this at home. Please don't. Sounds so dangerous. Please don't. But it was a weird thing where whoever hits it first is going to have the most lucky New Year. And I definitely wasn't the person that <laughs> synced the axe in the piece of wood. Okay. Well, was it still fun? It was a lot of fun. Okay. It was a lot of fun. And I think I'm going to do it in a couple years once I can find some woods to do it in. But uh, Amber, do you have a weird way that you've ever brought a new year into your life? Yeah, getting lost in downtown Atlanta thanks to my beloved fiance who has no <laughs> sense of direction, apparently. Really? That was probably, it was like 
Three, two, one. Happy New Year. Lost in the downtown area of Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> really sets the tone for the rest of your year, huh? Yeah, but I guess I just spent that year lost and confused. <laughs> Rachel from Santa Rosa is joining the show. Rachel, what is your story? I had one New Year's host decide to make everybody help her rearrange her entire house. She had a little bit too much to drink, and she was scrolling through Pinterest, I guess, and she decided she wanted to rearrange her house to bring new energies in for the new year. Okay. I actually love rearranging, so I actually helped her. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Kanye West and Kim Kardashian are apparently going to be neighbors. So if you didn't know, they're a former couple. They're getting a divorce. They might be getting a divorce, but Kanye (laughs) reportedly purchased the house across the street from Kim and well over for the asking price, which is $4.5 million. So his new house was built in 1955, and apparently it's described as architecturally unremarkable. But... A source says that uh, Kanye simply bought the place to be, you know, closer to his kids that he has with Kim Kardashian and apparently plans to tear down the entire house that is architecturally unremarkable and build a new house. So this is fine that he wants to be closer to his kids, but that doesn't really give them right to invade Kim's privacy or space. I mean, he could have bought a house, you know, around the corner, maybe down the street. But directly across from Kim, that's a little that's a little over the top. Uh, I, I think he knows what he's doing. He moved all the way from all the way to Wyoming, and part of the reason they're getting a divorce was because he wasn't around all the time. He wasn't seeing his kids. So why now? There's nothing wrong again with him wanting to be close to his kids, but this just seems a little intrusive to me. And he's made it pretty clear in recent months that he wants to get back together with Kim. And he even made these like public declarations asking her to give him another chance. And Kim's made it pretty clear that she isn't interested in getting back together with Kanye. And she filed paperwork asking to be declared legally single before the divorce. And I think the reality probably hasn't set in that Kim has moved on with Pete Davidson. Um, So this is a way for, I think, Kanye to be closer to Kim and his kids. And it... You know, I I don't know. Maybe they're trying to co-parent. But to me, it just seems really intrusive. And if Kanye's having any pool parties in the future, I guess we're just going to have to see if Pete is invited or not. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. For those of you wondering about the Froggy Secret Sound, that's going to return on Monday. So we're going to do headline in a haystack. Amber's record for 2021 is 60 wins, 64 losses, three headlines. One of them is real. Amber, are you ready? Yes. 
Here's I'm a- ready. Let's do it. Let's party. Here's headline number one. Man blames turtleneck sweater for acting out at work holiday party. Headline number two. Psycho squirrel goes on rampage, leaving 18 people injured. And headline number three, flooding in San Francisco neighborhood led one couple to wakeboard in the streets. Wow. Okay. This could be anything, but (laughs) I am so afraid of squirrels because they are indeed psycho. So I'm going with that one. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the story. Can't stand squirrels. You can't stand. I didn't know that about you. One bit me when I was a kid, and ever since then. Well, thankfully, you weren't in a town in Wales <laughs> recently because one squirrel injured at least 18 people over two days. The gray squirrel has been called a psycho, a nickname Stripe, after the worst of the gremlins in Wales. And so he attacked uh, pensioners, children, and pets, launching itself at people as they put out bins and even chasing people down the streets. Oh my. Is that not, your I'm not surprised in the least bit by this. Is that your worst nightmare? Yeah, I've actually had dreams like this. <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Cause it's headline in a haystack. I went to the Charles M. Schultz Museum yesterday for the first time. Tanner, have you ever been there? I have. I absolutely love it. It was really interesting, and I learned a lot of amazing things about the Peanuts characters, about Charles M. Schultz. And I saw this sign that I thought would be really fun to share and talk about on the show today. Uh, And it said, dedicated to creating the best characters he could, everyone and everything Charles Schultz knew was worthy of becoming a source of inspiration for the strip. He borrowed names from friends, family, and people he admired. Nothing was too mundane to inspire a character or tune to anything that may provide a eureka moment. And then it asked, what do you think? Which people in your life have inspired you? And who would make the funniest comic strip character in your life? Wow. Tanner, that's something to think about. Who do you think would make the funniest comic strip character in your life. I would probably say my Uncle Ron would make the funniest one. He's the type of guy that, you know, lived at my grandma's <laughs> basement his entire life. He's kind of a weird and interesting guy, and he's the same guy that I told you about, Amber, that blow dries his face before he eats. Yo. <laughs> Uncle Ron. <laughs> you know, it's so sweet that, you know, we think of things like this, and it was so sweet to read about all the characters and people in Charles's life. Uh, it went from people that he met here in Santa Rosa like at the ice skating rink yeah, and people he met while he was playing sports growing up and you know people he met while he was just playing bridge (laughs) it's just so incredible that he used that to make these wonderful characters out of the peanut comics and I think you know probably the funniest comic strip character that I could think of from my life would probably be my friend Heather. She reminds me so much of Charlie Brown just in general. (laughs) And she's just always like, oh, good grief. And she's always like sad. Like she would be Charlie Brown walking up to Lucy's like little therapist booth and talking about how like life is so mundane and (laughs) things like that. And it's just a really great place to go and make you think. And it made me appreciate life a little more. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. 
Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to have Dylan. Dylan's son goes to daycare and he loves Star Wars, but did Star Wars get him in trouble? Hello? Hi, is this Dylan? Yeah, this is Dylan. Dylan, my name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your son's daycare in Sebastopol. Okay. Is there a problem? I know your kid is really into Star Wars, right? Yeah. Your kid has been very violent towards other kids because of his love for Star Wars. Violent? Today, your son beat a kid with a PVC pipe because he believed that the other child was on the dark side. Oh my god. He did that? He did that, and he said the Force is strong, and he swore at him a couple of times, and it's a very uncomfortable situation. That does not sound like my child at all. He's never been violent towards anything or anyone. Well, he was towards this kid because he believed he was related to Darth Vader or some nerdy thing. Uh, I don't know. Are you sure this kid wasn't picking on him first or something? Listen, your kid truly believes that he's a Jedi and that he has the Force. Has, Has he expressed any of this to you before? I mean, he likes to play like he's one of the characters, but this doesn't make any sense to me. And, and, and he hit a kid with a PVC pipe? Where did he even get a PVC pipe from? What's important right now, don't worry about that, is that we need you to take away all of this Star Wars things, and we need to just move on. This is kind of ridiculous. I, uh, I don't, I'm not going to do that. I mean, we'll talk to him, and we'll make sure that he knows that it's not okay to hit other kids. I'm sure he was just playing. If your kid wants to return to the daycare, we need to get a different hobby in order. That's what we do in our personal lives. You don't have any right to dictate any of that. We're not going to take his stuff. We can figure something out, but we're not going to take his stuff. He'll get punished if he actually did what you say he did. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. You were saying that I was too dumb to be a criminal. So you understand how stupid you really are. Criminals? Dumb, dumb, stupid, dumb. Look how dumb they are. Dumb, dumb. Dumb. How dumb can you be? Dumb. How stupid are you? We are criminals. It's funny how dumb you are. I'm dealing with some dumb criminals in my life. Dumb <sighs> criminal. Bum, bum, ba, da, bum, bum. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, so for the second time this year, porch pirates have stolen a package off my front door. Uh-oh. And I am sick and tired of it. I'm frustrated. Uh, yesterday, I opened up my phone, saw the picture on my doorstep. The package was there, and within one hour, a Christmas present meant for me was stolen off my doorstep. What is wrong with people? This is the second time this has happened to me now, and I know it happens to a ton of people. Amber, have you ever had a package stolen before? Um, I, You know what? I haven't. Yeah. I've had packages go missing, but I've never had one stolen. There's just a certain type of person to steal someone's package off their front door, not even knowing what it is. You know, I heard there's like teenagers that have been going around doing it recently. I've seen kids do it. I, I mean, it's Tanner, you live in such like a sp- specific spot in your apartment complex. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if it was one of your neighbors. You think so? I hate to like have some mean world syndrome over here, but... 
you live in a very specific back spot in yeah. your apartment complex. It's not like somebody was walking by. Yeah, it's not you know? extremely open. Am I going to have to start knocking on doors and be like, did you steal <laughs> my whiskey glass kit? <laughs> you won't do it. Because I will come after you. Oh, no. If I find out who did this, you will feel my wrath. I'm I can't calling 911. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> you will feel my wrath. Well, thanks. thankfully, you know, Sonoma County has our back and they gave some advice for how to avoid having this happen again. Connie from Petaluma said to you, Tanner, that you can also have stuff delivered to Amazon lockers, which are located in places of business like Whole Foods Market, Safeway, and other places. Bill from Santa Rosa said a ring doorbell camera. left. He says that he left for a trip and his package came the next day after he left, but he saw it on his ring notification on his phone and he had a neighbor bring them inside her house. Uh, That's nice. That is really nice. Uh, Gina from Hillsburg says, I'm not sure about stopping all of them, but it might be a fun way to dispose of your cat litter. <laughs> Eva! <laughs> Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Probably one of the more embarrassing things in my life happened to me yesterday. I was at the Charles Schultz Museum in Santa Rosa. And, you know, it was a Tuesday afternoon. Not a lot of people were there. And I was, you know, reading about Charles M. Schultz. I was reading Schultz. I was reading this sign, standing there, looking at a sign. This guy comes up to me. It's Cole. And standing really close to me, just standing there reading put my arm around him Cole jumps back and I jump back and we're looking at each other and it's not Cole (laughs) oh my gosh and my eyes are wide and his eyes are wide and he just starts backing up and I was like wait wait no I'm sorry I thought you were my fiance you were just you were standing so close you look just like him he has glasses he's wearing the same coat and the guy's just like kept backing away and kept backing oh away my gosh. and he's like going over to his wife and I am beat red I'm like oh, no 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 I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I swear he's around here somewhere you'll see you look just like him I'm so sorry and I'm like freaking out and I run out of the room I That's, literally wow. I just I just take off and I find Cole's mom and I'm like the most embarrassing thing just happened I think I accidentally in like harass someone <laughs> you thought you were getting all snuggly with your buttercup and next thing you know you're going after someone else's it man it was bad <laughs> I wonder what he didn't w- say anything probably cause he knew his wife was looking and he came back and his wife well, was like well who's that huh I, I turned the corner and he was like doing the motions of what I did to him to his wife like telling her the story <laughs> and they were laughing about it well that's but good I feel like I will never personally emotionally recover from it yeah. and I may have to move good morning guys that memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling good morning hi good morning amber and tanner in the morning froggy 92.9 my girlfriend cheated on me i will never forgive her for it really hurts my heart that my girlfriend watched Yellowstone without me. You need to, like, <laughs> specify that earlier on in the sentence before you go talking about cheating. She cheated on me. Who's cheating who, Tanner? She's cheating me. I will never forgive her. Our show together is Yellowstone, and we said we will never watch it without each other. 
I go on my YouTube TV account, see if the new episode's out just for curiosity because she comes back to town tomorrow. See how much we got to catch up on. Right, right, right. I see the episodes. They're played all the way through already. Unforgivable. Uh, And I called her immediately. I said, I don't care where you are. You cheated on me. (laughs) Unforgivable. I will never. I wouldn't. And I called when I was talking to her on the phone. I was like, I would never do that to you. That is messed up, (laughs) Yes, you would. Never. We've all done it. Have we, though? Yes. I've never done it. Have you? Yeah. Cole's done it to me. I've done it to him. Can't trust. I know you can't trust anyone. Can't trust anyone these days. (laughs) When people say kids and young couples aren't the same anymore, you know what? I might have to believe them because I would never do that to somebody. Oh my gosh! Basically, what I'm (laughs) trying to get at here is: don't you dare cheat on your significant other with the TV shows. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. So superstitions are a huge part of New Year's, whether you believe them or you don't. Uh, Cole and I were at the grocery store this past week getting food for Christmas, and we're in the frozen food aisle, and he just starts like grabbing a bunch of black-eyed peas. I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, we got to eat black-eyed peas on New Year's Day. I've never heard that and one before. It's like... I, I think it's like a Southern superstition mm. that you have to eat black eyed peas on New Year's Day if you want to have luck in the new year. I've heard um, that for okra, but never black eyed peas. <laughs> well, leafy greens, like things that are green, resemble money, um, symbolizing wealth. So they say they eat black eyed peas, greens, and then pork. And pork's supposed to represent like prosperity or something or signify prosperity. I don't know. It's become a Southern tradition, so I guess we have to do it here in California. Uh, but Tanner, do you have any New Year's superstitions that you follow or believe in or maybe just ones that you heard in general? I have to be up by 10 a.m. on New Year's Day. My mom used to tell me, if you start off the year late, you're going to be late for everything for the rest of the year. And you know me, Amber. I don't like to be late to anything. <laughs> that is my worst fear. That's where it stemmed from. Oh, yeah. So you bet I am up at like 8 a.m. New Year's Day, <laughs> no matter what. I think that's too late. No? Yeah? I think that I think you need to start getting up earlier. Like 6? Like 4 a.m. 4 a.m.? I'm, I'm just, just going to party through the night. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> We're getting some great messages right now on our Facebook page. Uh, people sharing things that... You know, maybe you're from their cultures, their families, superstitions for New Year's. Sarah from Healdsburg said, My friend's dad insists that all of the Christmas decorations need to be taken down and put away before January 1st. He says it's bad luck to carry the old holiday into the new year. I have not heard that. Mine stays up until like mid-January. <laughs> uh, Larry from Santa Rosa says, My family subscribes to the Chinese superstition to avoid doing laundry dishes or taking out the trash on New Year's Day. It's a thought that purging things from your life on January 1st can cause you to throw away or wash away your luck. And Ellie from Novato said there's a Colombian New Year superstition. It's believed that lugging around an empty suitcase, even if it's just running around the block and back, will bring you a year filled with adventure and travel. Fingers crossed it comes true in 2022. Catching the Catching the with these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country, Froggy 92.9.